Hey, welcome back to Chatting with Dylan and Andrew, talking anywhere about anything. We're live today in Dylan's studio, chatting about ghosts and ghosting. And let's take it away. All right. So, Andrew, do you do you believe in ghosts? One hundred percent. You do believe in ghosts. Honest. Do you have like you have proof? Like, have you ever seen or felt anything supernatural? Honestly, I practically think I'm a medium. I really think I can like connect with like the spiritual world. Like, have you never had it where like you've got chills and it's like pretty warm out, but you know like a spirit's walked through you, like someone's trying to talk to you. Like I've felt spooked. I 100% do not believe in ghosts in any way, shape, or form, though. I don't believe in the afterlife. I don't believe in, in spirits or demons. Okay, well, I don't believe in demons either because, like, demons are, like, terrible people, you know? Like, I don't want to get, like, spooked either, you know? Like, I believe that, like, when you die, you, like, I don't necessarily say that you go to heaven or, like, hell or anything. I'm still kind of, like, foggy. Like, I did went to Catholic school just as a clarification, but, like, I don't know, like, I feel like your, like, soul lives on. And, like, you could live on in this earth, you could, like, reincarnate, you know? And I just feel like there's a lot of, like, spirits walking around us, like, just hanging out. Okay, so I, like, I love getting scared. Like, it's my favorite feeling. Anyone who knows me knows I, I love horror movies. Watch them in the theater any chance I get. Mm -hmm. You're usually disappointed. Too. I am almost always disappointed because they're all jump scares, and jump scares don't count. Those are fake horror movies. Mm -hmm. um, I I don't think you can convince me that spirits are real, but if you have a story of having seen or felt something, then go for it. Okay. Well, have I ever told you the time I went to the psychic to a psychic? No. Okay. Did so you actually went to a psychic? I did actually go okay. to a psychic. No, I did not know that. Okay. So little backstory. Last Christmas, I was in Lethbridge for, they have this market, they call it the Big mar big Christmas Market, and there was this one lady there, and she's like, hey, pick a card, and it was a tarot card, and she's like, I picked one, and she's like, oh my god, like, you have a gift, you are, like, so powerful, and I'm like, okay, well, one, I'm like, I know, like, I'm a pretty amazing human being, like, everyone fucking, <laughs> everyone knows that, Eep, sorry, <laughs> and then... So then she's like, honestly, like, you have to come see me. We need to, like, develop your powers. So I grabbed her card, but then I lost it. And I, like, could not find it. I was so disappointed. I knew I just wanted to chat with her. Like, I'm not going to say I believed everything she said. And don't, make it, don't, make, don't get me wrong. Like, when I look back at, like, us having a conversation when I didn't, I'm seeing her. So I found this piece of paper with her phone number in my car over the summer while I was back in Calgary and then I was like you know what I'm just gonna go see her who cares so w when you think of a psychic what do you imagine uh, a lady sitting in a cloth table with like a weird head wrap on and a crystal eight ball okay so I went to this lady's house uh -huh. and she comes out she has this long white braid like literally like was she old very old like i would say maybe like 60s like she told me about her like 20 year old daughter in vancouver so you know like older and she was wearing one of those like wolf shirts from like Banff or something like the dwight Schrute shirt like it just had a wolf on it like a whole bunch of like a giant wolf and then little pictures of wolves 
It was like, did she Did she charge you? Or did you pay for this? I did pay for this. You did pay for this. How much did you pay for this? How much did you pay? Well, I'll get to that point at the end of this story. Okay. Because I didn't really know the price. Okay. Like, we oh, never she didn't did, tell you before? We you were just like, never you had to pay discussed after? the price. Okay. So I brought some cash. Obviously, I was like coming a little prepared. And she's like, why'd you come? Like, she didn't really remember me, which you know what? Fine. And we're like talking. And I'm like, yeah, like I saw you. And I like was very conscious to not give her too much information because I wanted to see how legit she was. And so we're, like, having this conversation, and it's like, okay, I did some tarot cards. And she... No, first she does body talk. So I put... What is body talk? So put your hand out, and I, like, put my hand out and close my eyes, and then she's tapping my hand, and she's, like, writing things down aggressively, and I'm like, oh, my God, like, what's going on? Like... She's literally joshing with me right now. Like, I have no idea what she's doing. And then she talks about... So then I'm like... She's, like, done. She's like, okay, like, let's go through it now. And, like... So, like, nutrition popped up. And she's like, you have such a powerful chakra, especially from your belly button. And I'm like, oh, okay. She's like, you don't have your belly button pierced, right? And in my head, I'm thinking, like, what dude has their belly button pierced? Like, unless you're, like, a gypsy, you know? (laughs) So... (laughs) I'm like, no, no, and I, like, she's like, yeah, you kind of, like, have this second chakra coming from your, like, belly button, like, your heart, you kind of have your head, your heart, and your belly button, like, your belly button's your most powerful, and I'm like, okay, so, we're just, like, chatting, and she tells me I need to work on my nutrition, like, I'm not a bigger guy, like, but I didn't eat well, okay, like, I really don't eat a lot of vegetables. Well, you're a university student. So. Yeah, <laughs> who has time to cook anyway, okay, when you can just go to, like, Little Caesars and pick up a crazy bread. Five dollars for a pizza. Exactly. You know? can't, can't pass that up when you're poor. I'm not poor. Right. 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 Poor <laughs> That's not going that far. Yeah, I would, if I was poor, then honestly, just... Just end it. End it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, we are talking, and she t- tells me... She's, like, going through, like, these different things. Like, then she, I pick up some tarot cards. And she's like, okay, pick a different one. So I picked, like, the Enlightenment ones. She's like, okay, pick three cards. So I picked m- music, strength, and then this, like, number 33. Wait, so what do you mean pick Enlightenment cards? What does that mean? So, like, this pack was called, this tarot card uh-huh. was called Enlightenment. Like, she okay. had a whole bunch of different ones. She had, like, life, like, death, like, all these different, like, categories. Okay. So I go and I pick the enlightened one, because that's, like, one of the main themes about why I wanted to go see a psychic. And I go and I grab, um, a 33 was, like, this huge chakra. And, like, this was the end one. So I'll talk about it. She's like, music really strengthens you. Like, they all kind of play in together. Like, you love music, don't you? And I'm like, yeah, of course I love music. Like, who doesn't love music? Like, but then again, at the same time, like, I understand where she's coming from, because, like, when I listen to a hype song, it changes my whole day. Like, I'm like, let's go. And so then she talked about my strength, and then she talked about um, this this weird design. It wasn't weird, but it was, like, this design. She's like, honestly, this is, like, where your, like, chakra comes in. People are drawn to you because you're so positive, yada, da, da, da. Like, you're, like, a light. Like, I was like, keep stroking my ego. Let's go. Like, honestly. So I paid $50 for it. 
that's not too bad. Best fifty dollars I've ever how had. Long was it? How long was that? Fifty last? minutes. Fifty minutes or fifty yeah. bucks, buck a minute. All right. Yeah. So then that was. Then she's like shuffling this other deck, and nutrition falls out, and she's like, "Oh my god, it's a sign. Like you got to start working on your nutrition." And I mean, after that, I didn't really worry about my nutrition, but still. Besides, so you, the, you haven't worked on your nutrition since then. I mean. When was this? October. October? Yeah. Alright. So, I mean... That's, that's the spookiest month of the year. It is. Like, of course I had to go see a psychic during the spooky season, yeah. you know? So, yeah. And then... So then, she stops our session. Like, she stops her clock. I gave her money. And then I was like, hey, I just want to ask you a couple questions. So she's like, yeah, of course. So then I asked her, I was like, so do you see me, like, ending up in Canada? Like, like my job or, like, my life? And then she's like... She gives me, like, this, like, most, gen- not generic answer, but she's, like, the wor- I see you living, like, the world is your home. And I'm, like, oh, okay. I kind of really liked it. I was, like, oh, that's comforting. Like, oh, I'm, so who you're, knows? you're not an alien. No, I'm <laughs> not an alien. Like, who knows where I'll, I'm not going to live on Mars. Sorry, Elon Musk, but who knows where I'll end up. But then she started talking about how, like, we're on this tree of life and how she sees one path. But if I make one different decision tomorrow, my entire path changes. So, like, you start off, and you're, like, everyone's making decisions for you. Like, oh, feed you now, like, wash you now, all these different, like, you're in this straight path. But as soon as you can start making decisions of, like, what book you want to read or, like, what you want to eat tonight, you're, like, all these different paths of, like, what if, what if, what if. And, I mean, I don't like to live my life in what if. So then I asked her after... She's like, I was like, do you think I'll ever get married? Because, like, everyone always talks about, like, oh, I'm so in love. And, like, I'm not, like, that love type, you know? Like, I'm free as a bird. I like you are. Say. You are free as a bird. Yeah. So, and you know I'm not that love type. Like I mean, as far as I know, at least. Yeah. I dated a girl, like, for, like, four months. Not to shame her or anything. Like, we had a, it was a great time. We weren't in a real relationship. Two different pages. Besides, that's for a later episode, so stay tuned. So, um, then she's like, well, you heard my first answer, so no, I don't really think you're going to get married. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I didn't really tell my mother that part because it would have just crushed her. At the same time, too, like, this is a psychic. Take everything with a grain of salt. So, I mean, a lot of it was very generic. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, like, she really talked about the potential I have with, like, connecting with the spirit world and, like, the powers that I do possess. She's like... You're a really special human being. Don't ever forget that. And, like, it kind of sounded like she was, like, boosting me up because I have low self-confidence, but I don't. So, like, she was, like, trying to, like, beak to the wrong crowd if, like, she was trying to do that. Like, I was going to give her extra money. No. I already know I'm destined for greatness. Did, so did you guys talk about your career at all, or was that just, like, off the table? Well, like, it was, it wasn't really, like, the generic psychic you think and wish, I, that I wished it was. Like, that, did she totally guess, like, he wants to run a talk show, like, something like that, or just, like, generic whatever? No, it was generic. Like, she kind of knew, um, she had this feeling that I'd be, like, doing a lot of traveling. Uh-huh. And, like, I, I knew at that point I was going to England in January. Uh-huh. I didn't even tell you the best part. Okay. So during, I'm, I'm still waiting for something good, because so far... During the middle of this, uh-huh. she goes, do you want to know your power animal? And if some old lady in a wolf shirt asks you that, you're telling me you can you cannot say no to that. No, so I'm like, understandable. Of so course, what I'm is, like, what is yes. your power 
So she's like, close your eyes, and then she starts playing this drum. And like I'm a bongo like, drum? No, like this, like, she's like, like a tambourine almost, but it's like bigger, and like she's literally hitting it with like, uh, I don't know. Like a, like a, a mallet. Like a gong or gong, whatever? Gong, like, okay. honestly, it's like, doo, okay. Doo. And then she's going faster and slower, and then after that, she's like, what did you think of? And I was like, honestly, I was like thinking about like the Savannah, and then I was thinking about like the ocean and then I was thinking about England and then I was thinking about the mountains and she's like oh you're a giraffe and I'm like what and she's like okay well a giraffe is like a very social animal like they're like Are they? go- yeah All right. they're like hanging out they hang out in groups you know and everyone always looks up to a giraffe and then this is oh my listen god to this. this is my favorite part she's like if you ever have doubts or you need guidance Think about the giraffe, and the giraffe will poke its head up and guide you the right. Everyone path. looks up to a giraffe. She with a giraffe pun in the middle of this. <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> but she compared me to a giraffe, like as if like people look up to me, and I'm like, well, yeah. Not to be like, she kind of like changed my life. Honestly, like I've been in love with giraffes ever since. So this I'm this experience. Yeah. This is what this is what convinced you that. Spirits exist? Well, no. I've always believed in spirits. Oh, okay. Like, you're telling, me, you're telling me that when you die, nothing happens to you. I think when you die, yeah. it's like falling asleep. You don't, like, when you wake up, you don't remember sleeping. Uh-huh. You don't remember falling asleep. It's just you're asleep, and then you're, then you're awake. Uh-huh. When you die, it's just you're asleep. That's it. So, what about dreams, though? Like, well... You're still alive, though, obviously. You're dreaming. Your brain's functioning. Yeah. When you're dead, there's none of that. Yeah. It's not like, you know, the rest of eternity will be lived out as a dream. I don't believe that. Okay, well, no, that's a joke. Like, yeah. And then, like, and then, not, I mean, I don't mean to, like, it doesn't sound very comforting, but realistically, like, it's just, it's just like falling asleep. Well, yeah, like, realistically, like, you don't know, I don't know. No, of course not. And we're not, like, trying to, like, bash anyone's beliefs, either. No, like, if you if you believe in heaven, cool. If you believe in reincarnation, that's cool too. But like at the end of the day, everyone has their own ideas, and like I just don't think it should be right that everyone should push their ideas down everyone's throat. They should have these conversations. But like I'm not gonna try and convince you that there's a spirit. Well, what 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 do you think happens when you die? Well, I think that you like. I don't have this idea that your, like, soul leaves your body, like, that idea. I think that, like, hmm, like, I've thought about it, like, a lot, and, like, it's just been this, like, reoccurring thing. I've grown up my entire life with people being, like, oh, you get, like, raised up into heaven, you know? Like, oh, and, like, hell really wasn't discussed when we were younger, too, like, it was, But like, you believe something happens. 100%. I believe that they just, like, your soul is still alive. Do you believe that there is any sort of evidence of it, like, right now? Mediums. Mediums. Yeah. Turn on TLC. Aren't aren't medium just more of a he said, she said thing, though? But, like, if you're watching Teresa Caputo and she's, like, telling you, like, these facts that no one else would know about, like, this red shirt that your uncle used to wear and, like, loved it so much... And is like, hey, your uncle's wearing this red shirt. You're telling me that, like, she, had she pulled that out, like, 
First of all, I've never seen Teresa Capuccio or whatever. Okay, really good show. I'm pretty sure, like, when you have that high of a production value, either it's staged uh-huh. or they do a crap ton of research beforehand into these people's lives, which is very, very possible with all the social media and everything. But I'm pretty sure that she, I mean, I mean, this is he said, he said, she said, yeah. where, like, she talks about how she doesn't do this research. Well, like, what about when she does live shows? Like, she tours. No, okay, so I, like I said, I've never seen the show. Does, yeah. So does she pick someone from the crowd? So like, or what do they the, come on, like, preset? What the show is mostly is she either goes to, like, three instances kind of happen. People come to appointments to her home, mm-hmm. and she reads them in her home. She does group readings in other people's homes. Or she is walking around with, like, her family and, like, going, maybe they're hosting a party that week. Like, there's still that story aspect of their lives to it. And she just meets up with someone and is like, oh, my God, like, there's a strong presence hanging out with you right now. And so, like, they try and show these random instances where, like, obviously you can do research into someone if you know that they're coming to your home. Or, I mean, you wouldn't want anyone to, like, just come to your home. Yeah, well, if they're coming to her home, I'm assuming she knows them pretty well and the details of their lives. Well, she knows them to an extent. Like, you just booking like... It's like when you go for... Have you, have you ever been to a massage in, like, some random person's home? No. Okay, well, like, that's a thing that people have, do. Have you? Yeah. You go... Okay, no, I have never done that in my well, life. Well, my, I go to the lady that my mom went to, and my mom went to this lady's home. Okay. Or, like, my mom's a hairdresser. Wait, 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 what does that... What does that have to do with the medium? Like, you talked about how, like... She just wouldn't let random people into her home. Like, most of the time, these are random people because they're, like, clients who only come once. Okay. Now, the difficult thing that I have with that is if it's filmed, there's production value. If uh-huh. it's a TV show, there's production value. Totally. And I feel like if I Google it right now, mm-hmm. there would be some sort of info page of, like, someone speaking out against her, like, yeah, I was paid to do this. Of course there's always going to be an info page about everything. There's info pages about... Um, how the moon landing was faked, but, like, literally NASA has been like, uh, what the heck, like, we did this. Or there's been evidence that, um, there was more technology to land on the moon than to fake it, you know? So, I understand where you're coming from, like, production value from there, and, like, I'm just saying that there's always going to be people trying to, like, debunk these, like, surreal situations okay so you personally have you ever had a supernatural experience like an actual like you're alone or you know maybe there's someone else in the room but you either see something or you feel something like well i i have had spirits walk through me and i know who it is what does that mean like when you get the chills or i like can say that i can like sense a presence you know i don't really i can't have conversations with them i don't have that yet I may never get it but like personally I've had only like these like little interactions that I know it's someone there that I have these like gut and intuition feelings or what about like when okay let me throw this into your brain okay have you ever heard that like babies can see dead people I have never ever heard that are you kidding me so there's this whole idea that like when you're born, like, you can see things that are, like, supernatural. Not necessarily, like, 
mummies and vampires and things like okay supernatural is such a broad term but you can see like people who have passed on why can babies see ghosts because they just have this skill i don't remember everything and you just you just lose it and you as you get older you just lose it just like as you get older your imagination goes too so i'm not saying that they're imagining these people because they would have never known these people but like they see that these spirits are alive why do you think kids are so, say the dumbest stuff sometimes, like crazy? Have okay, you, so you're saying, hold yeah, on. Yeah. So you just brought up imagination and the fact that I younger sh- kids have a wilder, more vivid imagination. And you're saying, not that babies can talk, but you're saying that there's a theory that babies can see ghosts. Yes. Who, what baby said this? It's what science has proven <laughs> science has not proven no science has proven that there are babies who can see ghosts okay honestly your computer's open right now i'm gonna talk while you quickly look it up you want me to look it up with my loud ass keyboard yeah i'm just gonna babies see ghosts. look 18 million results the okay. Smithsonian. Uh, infants can see things that adults cannot. Okay, I'm gonna take. Uh, you talk. I'm gonna take a quick peek at this. Like I just like, and like we talk about how like as we get older we lose our creativity. Like we lose all this stuff that we were born with. We weren't born with like racist thoughts. Like I mean I'm going into a whole other tangent right now, but like. Wait, sorry. I. Wh- why are we talking about what racism? What? We, we, like, learn to, like, realize that, like, we can't see these things or that, like, we're just crazy. When, if, you, if you see something, you're taught that you're going crazy. Have you ever read, like, BuzzFeed articles no. where it's, okay. Religiously, no. <laughs> I do not read BuzzFeed articles. So, real quick, let me, let me okay. uh, highlight a little, little paragraph here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so blah, blah, blah. Researchers based in Tokyo, Japan, explored this ability of very young children by testing 42 infant, infants between the ages of 3 to 8 months old. Since these babies can't yet talk, the researchers track their perception of images based on how long the baby stared at each image. So, research has shown that when a baby stares at something new, they stare at it longer, and objects they are familiar with only merit a passing glance. So that's the evidence that they just stare at something longer. I mean, it's a longer article. You're just reading the first two paragraphs. Oh. No, the article's <laughs> over. That's it. <laughs> okay. That is it. I mean, it's all about sensitivity. So they're saying, they're not saying that they can see ghosts. First of all, the article says infants can see things that adults cannot. And what the article says mm-hmm. is that babies will see unimportant differences, or sorry, important, no, unimportant differences because their brains have not yet learned to filter those things out, like whether or not you know, image A is glossy or image B is slightly duller or whatever like that. It says absolutely nothing about supernatural (laughs) eyesight ability. It just says that because their sensory perception is new and not experienced, they take in everything with theoretically more detail because they're seeing all this detail for the first time. That totally makes sense to me. It's like when you're like... So you're saying, are you saying that just because... we can't see the ghosts because we're used to seeing the ghosts? Is that what you're saying? No. I'm saying we can't see the ghosts because, one, we don't believe. But you believe. Yes, I believe. But if I said, oh, I see ghosts, like, people would think I'm, like, crazy. Yeah. I believe. But, like, we can't see them. And because, like, we grow out of that skill. Some people have that skill. Some people don't. I don't think anybody has that skill. Well, you... <laughs> First of all, okay. Let me go on a bit of a tangent. Okay. 
So my biggest issue is that there, you know, you can look it up. There is no evidence online, scientifically proven, like, proofread evidence mm -hmm. that ghosts exist. Everything you look at, there will always be shit saying, okay, like it's it's doctored or it's edited or it's fake or this is the explanation for this or that. I feel like now, 2018, with all our technology, we would have some sort of definitive proof that ghosts exist. Not like a blurry Bigfoot photo or like, oh, a photo in a graveyard and like there's kind of a blurry blob in the background. Like, I'm not talking about that. It's just a blurry blob. Mm -hmm. Second of all, have you ever read the book... Um, Oh, no. Well, I'll stop you either way. I don't have time to read. Okay, you don't so, read. <laughs> I wish I could. If you anyone wants to send me books... Deliver Us From Evil. That's what it's called. Have you... Okay, so you've never read... No. Have you seen the movie? The movie's garbage. Let's not talk about the movie. Okay. So what Deliver Us From Evil is, it's about this... It's a, it's a biography written by this former New York um, police sergeant. Mm -hmm. He's a sergeant in the Bronx. And you know, um, you watch horror movies, right? Like you've seen The Conjuring and all that? Yeah. Okay, so do you know who the paranormal investigators are in that movie? The Warrens? Yeah. Okay, so they're real people. Like, mm -hmm. they're based on the stories that they've told. The Conjuring is based on a true story. Amityville Horror is based on a true story. All that the Warrens have investigated. And are what they is, loaded? Uh, I don't think so. Oh. Okay. I don't think they are loaded. I'm pretty sure they're crazy. Anyways, so what this book delivers from evil, it's about this New York police sergeant who quit his job uh, working in the Bronx, which is you know a tough neighborhood in New York, mm -hmm. um, because he he believed so heavily in ghosts that he changed his career path and his family's life to essentially pursue and like you know cast away these demons and everything. And it's it's not like a, a fictional book. Like this is a fiction book written by this guy who went from arresting criminals. To performing exorcisms and first of all it's the scariest fucking book i've ever read in my life really like as someone who does not believe in ghosts it is absolutely terrifying like i got chills reading it i got goosebumps absolutely terrifying mm -hmm. now one of the the biggest points in the book is he says you know if you don't want to get haunted and harassed like you can't give the spirits power by believing in them so the more you believe in them uh -huh. the more evident or evidence and air quotations that you'll see and you know if you don't believe in them they have they don't have any power so that right there is like a huge red flag for me on whether or not they're real so obviously the more you believe in something the more truth you're going to see in that theory which is why crazy people who believe the earth is flat actually see random completely random explanations that the earth is you know flat even though there is tons of evidence that it is not. Yeah, I think we, we are can, round. We can both agree that everything <laughs> else is round. So he's saying that okay, so you don't want to give these spirits power. You know, don't think about them. Don't believe in them. Don't will them into existence. Mm -hmm. So my my biggest point that I always go through because I think about this a lot. Like I love thinking about spooky ghosts because I love spooky ghosts. I love the feeling of being scared. It's like my favorite rush of adrenaline. Mm -hmm. Not that I get scared very much. So think of it this way. So the human mind is so obscenely powerful, yes. creativity-wise. Like, everything we see, everything we look around at, we have essentially willed into existence and created. Like traveling to other planets, like this, this computer right now, like, we've built all of this. Mm -hmm. So I fully believe that we can trick our minds into projecting these images that we think we see 
and essentially seeing evidence that isn't actually there simply because we are willing it into existence. So you're calling me a crazy person. I'm saying you're a little off. Okay. You're like, <laughs> like if you're seeing ghosts. You're, you're a little off, but that's okay. Okay, so then why do you think these ideas of heaven or spirits or souls or reincarnation were created? Like, if a collective group of people have this same idea... Okay, well, first of all, they all, all this, this collective group, let's not get too into religion here, because this is going to turn into a much longer podcast, mm-hmm. and I don't want to insult anyone, like, believe whatever you want, but, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't, it wasn't this collective group of people, it was, it all stemmed from, you know, the origins of one book, or one person, mm-hmm. and it, it grew, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, again, not to get too into it, but, like, Christianity was forcefully spread across the world, by the Europeans or mm-hmm. you know, whatever, so that's. I mean, it's not like it was just heavily adopted. It was like, hey, you gotta believe in this, or you're gonna go to hell, and you're gonna get there because we're gonna kill you. But like, what about like, um, indigenous yes stories, and of what of creation of what happens after life, like they they all come from like this reoccurring yeah um, okay idea. But first of all, they're all different. Now, if, you know, everyone from different parts of the world that had never met had come together and all their stories were connected, like, oh, we believe, you know, this and we believe the same thing and blah, blah, blah. You know, sure, maybe with slight differences. Mm-hmm. First of all, that's not the case. Yeah, Second but of no all, they group. smoked a lot of opium. <laughs> like, they, they, got, they got high a lot. Well, so did Steve Jobs, and he invented Apple. Did Steve Jobs believe in ghosts? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, his spirits the, the indigenous broke. people did not invent Apple. I don't know they, if they invented anything. They are. Um, so, besides the point, no group or no collective believes in instant godness. What instant, do you mean instant godness? Instant going to sleep and then never waking up. Like, they believe in, like, the soul continuing on. Whether that be soul, be yeah, angels. Yeah, but you're not you're not born believing that. Mm-hmm. You're taught mm-hmm. from you know your parents or the people around you. Always someone you know. Well, you're not born knowing about death. Exactly. So it's just ideas from other people. Isn't that kind of weird that you like don't know like? Well, that that that's not true. You know, even let's say you raised a child. You never taught them about life and death. Yeah. That, you know, when they grow up, they're still going to have some notion of what it is because of the things around them. Yeah. You don't have to be taught about death to know that things can die. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, like, the, I have never had anyone in my life pass away until last year. Mm-hmm. So up until I was 21, mm-hmm. no one that I have ever known has died. Okay. Nor was I raised no religious. One, no one in your school ever killed themselves. No one in my school. No oh. one. Nobody that I have ever known. Okay. Twenty-one years. Absolutely crazy. Has ever died. Uh-huh. I was not raised religiously. Yeah. So really, I was never taught about life and death, aside from you know whatever they teach you in school. Ever any dead pets? Uh, no, actually. I have never actually. That's okay. I had mittens. Was run over by a car. Oh well. When I was fourteen. But other than that, no. It's 
So you don't think Mittens is roaming around? In I do not think kitty Mittens is, is running around, you know, in our spiritual world or in some spiritual cheat world. I do not. Okay. So let me let me bring up another point. Okay. So what happens to these medical miracle stories where people come back alive? Where they've been dead for, like, I don't know how long the longest person has ever been dead for. Don't get me wrong, but, like, there's these instances, and it's not just on Hollywood, that people have been dead for, like, at least two minutes, but then come back alive. Okay, two minutes, I think, is completely plausible. Okay. Because you can, you can still, as long as there's blood still flowing, yeah. you can get that started again. Well, yeah, I'm saying, like, you can, you can not have oxygen for a long time. Yes. And you'd still be alive. You'd probably be a vegetable. Because yeah, I mean, depending on how long... There, there is like information on how long you can go without oxygen without suffering brain damage. I don't have that information, like obviously readily available, but mm -hmm. I, like, I don't think that's so. And these so people... okay. So do you know of any instances where these dead people, who have come back on their own with no medical aid, like they were just they died alone. And then they, well, no, because if they just woke up later, they obviously <laughs> wouldn't know they were dead. So in all of these instances, there is some sort of medical professional or a help around. I am so positive of that, I'm not even going to attempt to look it up. Because okay. any case where someone goes and says, hey, I died yesterday alone, and I woke up also You alone. can never talk about being alone, because alone really leads to um, doctoring information. Yes. So, do you know of any cases? So, I'm certain. Okay, okay, okay. There was this Jennifer Garner movie a couple years no, ago. No, what? Okay. Based on a true story. Based on a true story. Based on a true story. Okay, yeah. This is the whole reason why people know about this story, because a movie was made about it. Where this little girl died and then came back. And I think this movie's called... Okay, not to get into another religious theme, but it was called, like, Heaven is for Real or something like that. And I didn't see the movie, so I can't... What? Okay. <laughs> but I know okay, a lot about the... Okay, Hollywood based on a true story. Like... But I saw, like, her get interviewed and, like, the idea that, like, she died. And, like, she was pronounced dead. And yes. then came back. On her own. Yes, because... There was no, like, no, CPR No, she, she wasn't... Or... She didn't have, like, a, a heart attack and needed to, like, come back. Like, I don't know what happened. I think she... I, I don't remember. Okay, okay so you're... Like, I know that you she, have... I know you she have came this back. idea of a story of this woman who died. You don't know how. But she did come back somehow. You're not sure if there was medical aid or not. It was just based off a true... Based off a true story that Jennifer Gardner was in. I don't <laughs> think that can be used as evidence. Nothing Hollywood based off a true story is ever... It's always like 99%. Like, have you seen The Conjuring 2? I have not. Okay. That might not be the best example. Um, in The Conjuring 2, it's obviously... Bit, Mittens, get out of here. Mittens number two, get out of here. Uh, in The Conjuring 2, the part that's based off a true story is this woman, you know, experiences some paranormal activities in her house. Mm -hmm. So she calls the police. The police arrive, and this is actually in the police report. Like, this is... You can, you can read this online. Like, the, the true part of The Conjuring 2, mm -hmm. is that the police walk in, they don't see anything paranormal, but what they do see is a, they see a chair slide across the floor on its own. Okay. And that is where the paranormal story ends, because then it is later proven that the daughters did everything, 
and they set up this hoax for attention. Spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen this movie. Yes, the spoiler alert goes to real. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let me read you the summary of what this book about is about. What's his book? Heaven is Real or whatever? Heaven is for Real. Okay, yes. So, this guy named Todd and Lynn, they had a three-year-old son who had appendicitis. Okay. Um, uh, he was not feeling what... Oh, okay, Todd... Lynn is not the mother. Sonia's the mother. Okay, Sonia... Sonia and Todd have this son, Colton. Yes. So he, they thought he had influenza. Uh-huh. And influenza? Yeah, because right. they were at the emergency room, and appendicitis came back negative. Okay. At the time, passed, as time passed by, Colton continuously kept throwing up, which is when Ta- Todd and Sonia knew that he did not have influenza. When Todd and Sonia went to a different emergency room with Colton, they were told that Colton... Uh, had to have an emergency append con I thought it was as he could possibly die. Months after surprising the emergency sur- surgery to to sh- uh, to remove his appendage. Oh. Oh. Okay. Here comes the oh. Like what's what are okay. you reading here? So it talks about how um, during the surgery. Okay, so he could have died during the <laughs> surgery. <laughs> what? Okay, so basically his kid, so what, didn't die? Colton the shared the story of how he left his body during surgery and went to heaven. And he talks about he met Jesus riding a rainbow-colored horse and sat in Jesus' lap while angels sang songs to him. But he was still alive during this, correct? Yes, it doesn't say anywhere that he was... Pronounced dead. Pronounced. Okay, so that just goes back to my original point. You know, you're you're still alive. You can dream whatever you want. Yes, I. Uh, you know, that 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 just goes. Especially to, when you're on drugs. Like yes, yeah, especially when you're on drugs. Another thing is, is, you know, lucid dreaming. If you've ever had a lucid dream, mm-hmm. or even you know a regular dream, it's often about the things that you've been thinking about heavily before you go to bed. So if this kid is going into surgery and he's thinking. Oh my gosh, I could die. Yeah. It's very, very possible that he could go into this essentially medically induced sleep, mm-hmm. pumped full of morphine or whatever drugs they give him, and have this dream. No, totally. Especially now, it's a Christian themed book. What's so. uh what's it a sleep paralysis? Have you ever felt sleep paralysis? Can you describe that for me? So sleep paralysis is when you so you're asleep, you partially wake up. Oh, every and night. You're, you're paralyzed and like, you literally cannot move. No. I've, okay, had, so I've not, had it happen before. You have not had that happen? I have you had have. it. Okay, so sleep paralysis. I've had sleep paralysis twice. And that is the closest I have ever, ever come to thinking that there is some other, like, entity in the room. Uh-huh. So I was asleep on the couch, uh, completely alone. I was sleeping in the basement. Um, and I woke up, couldn't move. And I just, I felt, like, just pure sense of dread. Like, I just felt like something was on the other side of the couch, just watching me and, like, slowly, slowly getting closer. And mm-hmm. I snapped out of it, looked around, nothing there. Uh, I think I just turned on the office and went back to sleep. Mm-hmm. Woke up again sometime later, and I had the exact same feeling, couldn't couldn't move, I just felt like something was there getting closer and closer. Can you describe what you felt was watching you? I, I don't know, I just felt like some sort of entity was there. Okay. And I just, like, I felt terrified. Like, it was just pure dread, like... Like, if I if I could have run in that moment, I would have. But, of course, when I snap out of it and I look around and there's nothing there, like, I'm not going to go turn the lights on and look around. I just went back to bed. 
So I wake up and I'm like, oh, okay, well that was horseshit, and I went back to sleep. Because mm. like I said, the mind is just like so powerful in its creative capabilities mm-hmm. that it is. I think it's entirely possible that you can just imagine this feeling. Yeah, or it could actually happen. But it didn't. <laughs> I didn't wake up and there wasn't like a spirit. As soon as I woke up, that feeling of you know dread and horror was gone. It was just oh, okay. And that was it. That's the only time I've ever felt that. And I have I have never ever ever come close to believing in in spirits or anything. So like, why do you think people believe in spirits? So do you think it's because like they want comfort. that can yeah comfort, hundred percent yeah. No one wants to think that you know there is nothing that happens after after we die. And you know maybe something does, but yeah, no one wants to think that that's just it. We haven't disproven reincarnation yet. I don't know if you disprove <laughs> reincarnation. We can't approve it, or is approved. We can't confirm or deny that. That I don't know how it would even be remotely possible to confirm or deny that if I die, I would wake up as a squirrel or another human or something. Well, that's okay. Theoretically, if you could reincarnate, what would you want to reincarnate? Cat, you can't. You 100%. can't. Okay, you would? I would reincarnate as a cat. They have the cushiest lives in the world. They live for 20 years and all they do is sleep. What if you're a feral cat, though, just hanging around the streets? Like, you have to have, like, really good luck to be born into a nice home. Do you? I mean, I understand that there's parts of the world where you could be a meal as a cat, so you... There are parts of the world you can be a meal as a human. Not legally. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but as a cat, it is socially acceptable in some places. You know what? I don't actually know if it's illegal to eat human meat. I know it's illegal to kill someone and eat them. I don't know if it's illegal to just eat human meat. Okay, this conversation is getting a little it is, morbid. It's getting weird. Let's, let's move on to our second topic. Okay. Ghosting. Ghosting. Now, you you define ghosting, because I think it's... Let's let's actually just do a quick conclusion of like yeah ghosts. yeah yeah we can we sorry can do that. we can do that so I still believe in ghosts I still believe in spirits I still believe in the idea that there is I have a very agnostic view of what happens after death because like there's there is possibility that like nothing could happen and you know what I'm one of those people who are totally comfortable with it mm-hmm. it sucks and especially when you're trying to build a legacy. Like, it sucks as well. But, like, who cares? Like, you're done. And it's just hard for the people around you, you know? That's why, like, funerals are so weird, you know? But, besides the point, and you don't believe in ghosts. I do And not. you probably never will. I probably never will. Um, definitely not during this this discussion, because no valid points were really brought up. <laughs> I mean, I did have a wonderful experience with a psychic. You did have a great experience with a psychic that nothing supernatural happened. <laughs> I'm going to go to another I psychic. Up. I was gearing up. I thought you were going to say, like, oh, you know, she was talking to me about this this person that I knew. My grandfather, know, who like, was the, who hasn't been with us in 18 years. I wish. Like, But nothing like that. She just said, hey, you live on Earth. And I'm very powerful. And then you're a giraffe. Uh, okay, so I'm going to find a psychic and go see one hopefully i'll see like a real one in a back alley in london Can now you imagine? I, would, I would be curious mm-hmm. what would happen if i went to one if i went to a spiritual medium and said hey mm-hmm. i want to talk to you know someone who has passed away from my family mm-hmm. 
because there's only one person that's passed away. Yeah. So what are they, what are they gonna make up? Like they don't have a lot to pull from. Really. They have an entire human being to pull from. Okay, I would actually do that. Okay, so tune in sometime soon where Dylan goes and sees a psychic, and I'm there as well because that'd be really cool. Yeah. So th- that's the end of this portion of agree to disagree, which I just coined the term okay, right now. Let's trademark that. Let us talk now about ghosting. So to me, ghosting can be anything from sliding in on the DMs and never getting a response, or you think that's ghosting? Yeah. So it, if you let's just clarify that for a second. No, of course. So let's say I'm on Instagram mm-hmm. and I decide to be one of those people who just randomly messages someone. Yeah. Uh, so I message them and they never reply. That's ghosting? Yeah. Because they probably, especially if they've seen that message. If they've read, okay, if you're messaging a celebrity, uh-huh. then, then they've never, like, opened it, then that's not ghosting. But if someone, if I send, like, um, someone a message and it says seen, like, two minutes later and they don't respond... That's ghosting. Okay, so this is the dictionary definition of ghosting. The practice of ending a personal relationship with someone by suddenly and without explanation withdrawing from all communication. Yeah, and when you follow someone, you have a personal personal relationship with them. I think they have to have a personal re- relationship back. Yeah. First of all, I do not I do not think that's ghosting at all. What I don't do you, think that's ghosting okay. whatsoever. I just think that's being ignored. I think being ignored and ghosting are completely different. Fair. Okay. I am two years younger than you, so... <laughs> wait, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> My definition. Okay. So wait, what if you're on um, Tinder? Yeah. And you match with someone? Yeah. And you... Maybe they send you a hey, and you don't respond. Uh-huh. Is that ghosting? No. That's just ignoring. If the conversation never started... Okay. That... It, it can't be ghosting. There's nothing to ghost from. They just... Like, I don't want to say hey back. That's not ghosting. Withdrawing from all forms of communication when really no communication has been engaged in. I don't think that's ghosting. Yeah. No, that's totally fair. We're on two different pages. We're on very different pages. But we're also on the same page because I think the root of ghosting is sudden withdrawing of communication. It's sudden. Sudden stops. You know? So, okay, who cares well, then, what the okay, definition well, then, is? Then our, okay, but well, then our definition of communication is different. What is our I definition? think communication has to be a two-way street for it to be communicated. I feel like that's what... You can't have a, a, a one-way, <laughs> co- you know, conversation. Yes, you can. You can talk to yourself. Okay, but you can't ghost yourself. No. <laughs> so... <laughs> okay, okay, let's... let's move forward and okay. discuss ghosting from your point of view. From my point so of view. So if, wait, let's let's clarify it. If we're having a conversation, hey, hey, what's up, what's up? Nothing much, you? Nothing much. Then after that, nothing. Is that ghosting? I would say that's ghosting. Okay, so. Because communication has been established. Two people, you have to have a response. And without explanation, mm-hmm. it stops. So sure, that's ghosting. Okay. Now, personally, like if, if I, let, let's say I've known you for a week. Mm-hmm. If, you know, if we're just having casual conversation, yeah. and then we never hear from each other again, I don't think that's ghosting. 
Well, to me, it is ghosting, but if you make a big deal of it, then you're a loser. You need to get over yourself. Well, that's the thing. Okay, so first of all, so there can be, I guess there's two different levels of ghosting in my mind. So there's ghosting from a very personal, uh, not necessarily intimate, but serious relationship, whether it's a very long friendship or, you know, an actual romantic relationship. And there's ghosting from, uh, I guess an internet level where you've never really you don't really talk to that person ever in person maybe you've never met but you've been talking for you know a a decent while mm-hmm. like you're you would consider yourselves like online friends or whatever yeah first of all i would never go to think that someone owes me an explanation for not deciding to talk to me. So I, I do think it's ghosting like you know yeah. if you go without explanation mm-hmm. or seemingly without cause Sure, that's ghosting, but I would never take the mindset that this person owes me an explanation. Okay. Because, yeah, I mean, everyone everyone eventually, especially, you know, with, with Tinder and, and social media and everything, it, everyone's going to get ghosted at some point. I feel like it's inevitable with how many people you meet. Of course. So, obviously, yeah, the feeling sucks. And one of the, the hardest, I guess, life lessons I had to tell myself was they don't owe me an explanation. Yeah. Like, it's, okay. it's entirely their life. It's their choice. You know, m- maybe something was going on, you know, at their personal level. Maybe something happened. Maybe they just decided they weren't interested in the conversation or me anymore. I, I would never ask for an explanation. But wouldn't you want an explanation to, like, better yourself? Like, to say Sure, sure. wanting one is perfectly okay, but yeah. I would never ask for one or push, push for one. Okay. You would never ask for one either? No. Okay. No. Well, I mean, if if they came back into my life, then sure, it'd be like, you know, like, what the fuck's your problem? Like, what was that? I'd absolutely ask. But if they just, like, vanish and that's it, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to pursue that. It's not worth, you know, if they've decided to end that communication, end that relationship, Mm -hmm. then that's it. Like, I'm not going to put more thought into that and more time into it. Obviously, you know, they can't be bothered to end it with a conversation. I'm not going to be bothered to waste, you know, days or weeks thinking about, like, oh, why did this person decide to suck off? Yeah, but you have to realize that there's so many people out there who do. Now, I, I don't know the word for this. It's a weird word, but there is a word for the definition of, um, I want to say wanderlust, but I don't think that's it. No, wanderlust is where you are free as a bird. Like that, oh, okay, so you're, you're, you feel wanderlust. There's, there's a word that describes a realization that everyone everywhere has a, has a life as equally or more complicated as yours. And that's that's kind of how I feel about it. Like everyone has other things going on, like they, like it is just mm-hmm. so insignificant the amount of time that it would take me, you know, for me to put all the thought into this to be worried and stressed about it. I guess I don't. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense too. It's like the idea that like every relationship that you have, that person has seven other. Okay, I, I shouldn't say relationship because that's a whole other. Okay, a well, relationship can mean a lot of things. Yeah. Like, it's not just, like, Dating. romantic relationship. Like, friendship is a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. So every relationship you have has seven more relationships than you. Sure, I can see that. Like, I have seven more friends than you. You have seven more friends than me. And they, those friends, you know. But, like, I have quite a few friends mm-hmm. who have been ghosted. Have you ever ghosted anyone? Yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. Okay. <laughs> Have I ever been ghosted? Yeah. Okay, so what what is the reason that you've ghosted someone? 
I get bored easily. Okay, so this, does that really warrant an explanation? Sometimes, if some people want that explanation, I will gladly give. If someone ever asked me for, and hey, if I got, I used to have Tinder, I don't anymore, but if I got a message being like, hey, why'd you stop talking to me? I would gladly give them an answer. I'd be like, hey, listen, we just weren't vibing. Is that, that well, that's not ghosting, then, if you give them an explanation. Then I'm not going to be a total dick. I'm just not going to, like, continue on with the conversation about a cheese sandwich. My least favorite type of conversations are about a cheese sandwich. Like Specifically? Well, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, talking about my least favorite conversations specifically is about the weather. If you talk to me about, oh, it's pretty rainy today. Who cares? I can open a window. Like this okay, small so you're talk saying, generation. So the, that's, this small talk, you will completely relieve, sorry, not relieve, leave communication and cease to exist all forms of communication. I, I have definitely unmatched with people. I have blocked, no, I wouldn't say block, I enjoy every follow I can get. But <laughs> I have stopped talking with plenty of people because they are so dull. Everyone lives such boring and basic lives, too, that I'm just like, honestly, I need someone to spice things up. Now, no, I mean, that, that can absolutely mm -hmm. be ghosting, but I just don't think that's something that warrants an explanation. Mm -hmm. And really, from the other side of that, is, is it really worth all that time to put into it just to be like, oh, yeah, I wasn't really feeling a conversation. Like, that's it? That's it? That's like, that's what you're stressing out about and everything? Like, someone could be stressing. That could be the most important thing about someone's going on in someone's day is it sad definitely i don't i don't think it's necessarily sad like mm -hmm. you know there's there's more not to get super deep and weird but yeah. there's like so much disconnect going on right now because of how much you know online connectivity you can have and i shouldn't say it was sad because you could have a real self-confidence issue right or self-esteem issue sure. That you're looking for justification of why people stop talking to you. Sure. And of course, it, uh, it always sucks when you ghost. Mm. But like, I just don't. I just think it's important to keep in mind that not everyone owes you an explanation. You are not owed an explanation. Mm -hmm. Have you ever been ghosted? Absolutely, and I've ghosted. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I was actually accused of being ghosted by someone two or three days ago. Okay. I was accused of being of ghosting them, even though I still talked to them, which was really weird to me. Mm. So this was someone that I met on Tinder oh, probably a year ago or two years ago or something. So I went on one date with them, saw them one more time after that, and then kind of kind of stopped talking. Like I just wasn't really feeling it. wasn't Obviously, wasn't anything serious or intimate. Just kind of she stopped talking to me. I stopped talking to her. Mm. And then like a couple months later, she got kicked out and needed a place to stay for the night. So I let her sleep on my couch. And then like there's still like. I think I would occasionally like reply to her snap stories or like I guess sent a meme or something. Yeah. And then the other night, I don't know, I don't know what how this conversation started. She was just in the area of the neighborhood mm -hmm. waiting with someone. She was like, Oh haha, ha, like I'm near where you live and uh, like very, very casual conversation, probably talked for like five minutes. She was like, Hey, like remember when you ghosted me? Like, no, I don't because we're still talking. <laughs> like I don't remember ghosting Ew. you. So like some people's definition of ghosting is really, really weird. Like, if you if you also stop communicating, like, there is such... I hate this, but there is such, like, a stigma when messaging people. Like, okay, so I send a message, 
they send a message back. I send a message, yeah. they send a message back. No one wants to double text for whatever stupid reason. Like, I, I think that's so dumb. I'll send like five texts in a row if I want. Like, I, I got different points of conversation to continue with. Like, oh, I'm going to touch on this topic, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're in a relationship where you feel like the conversation has ended because you don't want to send another message, mm-hmm. that's not ghosting. That's, first of all, that's not a real conversation, and it's obviously not that strong of a relationship. So well, sometimes if, I just don't want to respond back. Like, well, that's the thing. Like, if, if you're never going to start the conversation again, it's like, oh, well, you know, it's his turn or it's their turn to send the message. Oh, I hate like, that. Like, fuck off. Yeah. Like, that's so shallow. <laughs> that's so shallow to think that, oh, the conversation's done because I, it's, I, you know, it's not my turn to start it or continue it. Like, yeah. come on. Like, you're boring. <laughs> okay, I'll talk about the one time. As we were having this conversation, the one time that... Okay, I'm, it's a really weird situation. So... It was a couple of years ago, we, we matched on Tinder, and this was like my first real Tinder date. Uh-huh. And so I went, and I picked her up, like she lived, I live in the north, she lived down south, picked her up, and like I planned, like, met her stepdad or something, like went to the door, was super like, traditional about the whole experience, which is super weird, because I'm not a traditional person. Wait, so, you don't, you wouldn't normally like go to the door or anything? I don't go on dates. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, yeah, and I went and I picked her up and all this stuff. Like, I never, be, I would never be the type that texts and be like, here. Okay. Like, that's weird. That's even weirder yeah, than Yeah, I think that's weird. I think that's pretty shallow if you do that. Like, yeah. Get out of your car. And so I picked her up and we went to Village Ice Cream, like, and we walked around, like, sunset, downtown time, we were chatting. She was a little dull, don't get me wrong. Uh-huh. And as she was leaving, like, I dropped her off. Like, it was just a casual, casual date. Uh-huh. And then there was this, like, weird disconnect of, like, okay, chat with you later, kind of. The next day, neither of us bothered to text each other, and we've never talked again since. We still like each other's pictures on Instagram. Like, we have, like, that relationship. But it was the most, it was the weirdest thing that was probably ever happened to me because we had this experience but then just never talked again. Now, do you do you feel like do you want to do you ever want to message be like, hey, why didn't you ever message me? No, because I didn't message her. Well, that that's that's. And I had my reason for not messaging her because she was a little dull. Like, and I don't know why she didn't message me. And do I really care? No, I don't. It's not like I want to date her again. I don't know if that's ghosting though, because then that's just like it, it seems. It was a, it was a mutual. It ghost. would seem like it just it just mutually and. It mutually unintentionally ended. Sudden communication was stopped. On both sides. Yeah. If if both sides caught communicating, is that really ghosting them? Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. No, absolutely not. <laughs> just just because a conversation stops doesn't mean one side ghosted the other. Like. Yeah. You know, if if I ever see someone in public who I don't regularly talk to, you know, you always end a conversation with, okay, like talk to you later or whatever. Yeah. Doesn't mean I have any intention of talking to them again or they like talking to me. It's just something you say, right? Well, no, of course, but like, this is was a situation where we were trying to establish a relationship. Yes, but you weren't feeling it. No. And you don't you don't really know if she was feeling it. I mean, I'm a catch, so yeah, I don't but I, you can't have you can't have two way ghosting. One person gets ghosted. But then like why did we just stop like we both ghosted each other? No. Like we both had the intention to ghost the other person. Like I was never gonna text her and be like, Hey, I had a really fun time. 
time, but I never want to see you again. And she felt that same way too. So from our ends, we never talked about ghosting each other. But that's not without that's not really without explanation because the explanation is it's just we just weren't feeling it. Who knows what her ex, she ghosted me? If that if if the definition is like she has she doesn't know my side of my explanation of why I didn't text her and she doesn't know mine. Yes, but they they okay. Okay, let's okay. Let's try and define this another way. Have you ever been ghosted or ghosted someone in a serious relationship? No. Like, okay. No, I went up to Vancouver with my ex after we broke up. Like we we couldn't not ghost each other because we had planned. I was I would have happily went alone. It was her decision if she wanted to come or not, and she decided to come. And we had a fine time, especially since she was talking to another boy at the time, which made things a little uncomfortable for her. But. I'm not going to stop anything. Who cares? I'm okay, but you can't go on a plane trip with someone and say they ghosted you or you ghosted them. Well, no, I'm not saying that we ghosted each other. Okay. No, I I know for a fact that, like, we did not ghost each other. But this other girl, this village ice cream girl. You went on one date with. Yeah. But she, see, I, I the definition just so weird there. Then. Well, it's like the definition of hooked up. What do you think hooked up is? Uh... I mean, I guess that can be pretty broad. Like, I guess some people consider, like, oh, I made up with a stranger. Like, that's, I guess that's technically hooking up. Yeah, when you say you hooked up at the club, when people, like, when I think of it, I think of hooking up as, um, I know there's multiple definitions, but the first one that my brain goes to is sleeping with each other. Okay. And doing that at a club is so unrealistic. It's possible, don't get me wrong. But, like, if you're hooking up at the club, you're making out, okay? Right. And everyone has hooked up at the club before. Okay. Everyone's hooked up. So don't ever tell me you've never hooked up before, unless you've never been to a club. I have never been to a club. Okay, well, still. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, that's not true. I went to Cowboys once for two hours, and I left without saying anything mm-hmm. to anyone, because I hated it so much. So you ghosted yourself out of there. I ghosted. <laughs> I, uh, you know what? I guess, I guess well, no, because I talked to them all again. <laughs> It was someone's birthday. Like, it was this, this, this chick from high school who I never talked Well, I talked to her. I had never talked to her after I graduated because mm-hmm. I ghosted everyone when I left high school. I was like, I don't want these people in my lives right now. Like, I'm doing my own thing. You know, they messaged me later to, you know, catch up. That's fine. Like, a year or two down the road. So I went to the Cowboys and caught up with them very, very briefly until we walked into the club, realized, hey, I can't hear a fucking thing. Yeah. And left because beer was $8 each. And I'm not paying $8 for a beer. I hate beer. Yeah. Um, my old boss used to call that Houdiniing. She used to Houdini out of situations like that all the time. I she will. Okay. Yeah. I but, guess that's a good way to define it. Like, I don't know. I just, I do not think you can have a two-way ghosting. If, if, if it's a two-way ghosting, it's just mutual end to a conversation. No, it's not mutual, though, because you don't know you're ghosting each other. A mutual end what? is your. A mutual end is like, if you're breaking up with someone and you both want to break up, that's mutual. It's you both deciding something together. But you both decided not to text each other. Without ha- with, with, but we we didn't do it together. We well, did yeah, it but separately. if if, if well. from my end I ghosted her and from her end she ghosted me, and the situation just ended up being, honestly, easy on both of our ends. We both pretty, maybe we were a match because we thought the same way you know wow you should message her be like hey 
Like, maybe there's something going on here. <laughs> hey, I know you have a boyfriend and I haven't talked to you in, like, three years, but... You know, just start liking pics on her Insta. Okay, have you ever been ghosted? What's the, what's, the, what's the situation where you have been ghosted? Um, like, something that's not a first date. Um, I mean, Tinder's always a fun one. Like, snapping someone and then never snapping them. Like, after a couple consistent days of, like, having... Co- I have. Okay. So I was snapping this person for, like, we were number one best friends at one point, like, every day. And I'm not a big Snapchatter either. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm fully aware. Yeah. Like, three days to open my snaps. <laughs> <laughs> but this person, like, we would chat all the time and we'd have conversations over, excuse me, over Snap. But then all of a sudden, like, I would send messages and they just get open. And, like, I would, it's not like I would, like, wait for them to, like, I just keep sending messages. Uh-huh. One, to keep up the streak, and two, to, like, be, like, have the conversation, but then they just never s- responded. So I was, like, um, what, why? You know, like, it's, like, I just got, I'm not gonna say I, I did get ghosted, though, because, like, we just didn't talk anymore, but do I care? No, because I didn't have that real of a connection. So I've never had, like, such a serious ghosting story. So, so they Come. opened your app and just never stopped responding? Mm-hmm. Okay. After, like, three consecutive months of, like, having in-depth conversations about... Mm, sometimes, rarely they were about life, but, like, traveling and, like, art, music especially. Like, things like that. Like, that was my one situation. All my stories about ghosting, though, come from, like, my, my friends. Okay, and then you've never... And you just never talked again. Not really, no. Okay, yeah, like, that would be considered ghosting. Like, I've had, I've had like, 150-day snap streaks or whatever where I just, like, I just stopped responding. Yeah. If it ever gets to a point where someone is snapping me just to keep a streak, yeah, I am no longer interested in that conversation. Yeah. But that's, like, our generation now, you know? Like, that number is more meaningful than, like, that's, that's, that number has become a testament to, like, relationships. I mean, I guess in a way... And, you know, you can email Snapchat and, like, go on their support to get your streak back. What? Yeah, you can message them and you have, like, limit one per, like, conversation. But if you and I had a, like, 500-day streak and I didn't respond one day, one of us could message Snapchat and they would restore it for us. That is unreal. It's it's a testament of, like... Well, it just... It has that... It has that weird connotation to it, where it's it's almost like a bragging right. Yeah. Too, where you can say like, look, I have, you know, I have a thousand day Snapchat streak with this person. Mm-hmm. Cool. And it's it's like it's like a kind of like a competition, like who is the highest streak. Like I, I mean, I I definitely see to the extent at which Snapchat has, and, and like the streak is a testament to you know whatever kind of relationship you have. But yeah. Like, all, if it's just, like, oh, if someone ever sends me streaks, I'm not fucking responding to it. <laughs> it. Like, I only have one streak right now. Yeah. Because I, like, I'm personally not super interested. Yeah. How, do you remember when Snapchat, you you, you were uh, you used to be able to see, like, the three best friends that a person had? Yes. That was the dirtiest game ever, because you could see, like, who was chatting up who and who was trying to get with who. See, I never had Snapchat in high school. Like, I didn't get Snapchat oh. till. I think a year or two, it must have been a year after. I don't think I got Snapchat until I was 19. Okay. 
And so there was never really that competition going on. And I only, the only people I had on Snap were like the one or two people from high school I talked to. Yeah. And then like maybe some people from work. Yeah. Okay, I've had Snapchat from a ve- the very early inception of like it becoming popular. Well, another weird point for mine is, you know how I got my Snapchat? No. Now, my Snapchat account isn't mine. Okay. That's like, this is not my account. When yeah. I went to sign up for a Snapchat, I said, hey, this email is already taken. And I was like, okay, maybe I made it one day and just completely forgot. So I restored it. And it's just some other dude with my name. Like, he's named Dylan Gillespie. And he yeah. must have put in my email and, like, forgot a number or something. Because my email is just dylangillespie at hotmail.com. I mean, we'll probably bleep that out. You know? <laughs> so, <laughs> when I restored my account, it had, like, all his friends and his family on there. And he had, like, a 20,000 snap score. And I was like, yoink! And just deleted all of them and blocked all of them. I was like, this is my account now. <laughs> so, really? Like, yeah. Don't you need to, like, verify your email? I guess you don't. So. Well, he... No, you don't. And then, you know, of course, it was my email. So, the recovery got sent my account yeah and i even have one of his friends message me like hey why do you have my friend's account now i was like because he used my email bitch really and just never talked to him again you know what's super weird though because like his family's like his family snap you know he had his mom and dad on there and his uncle and what's super weird is that his family this is actually really weird crazy coincidence his family all had the same first names as my family Okay, that is isn't really, that crazy? Really weird. Isn't that super weird? Like your your mom's names were the same. Yeah, like his uh, like if you you know if you click on someone's name, their their actual profile name will pop up. Yeah. So his mom's name was under you know it was like Aaron something 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 you know whatever. His dad's name was Dustin something 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 whatever. His uncle's name was uh, it was his first name and his initial and then like some numbers or whatever, huh. which is Jamie. So it was super weird to me because it was like, is this my account? Like, did I completely, like, phase this out of his existence? And it's not. Like, all these people weren't even from Canada. But it was just it was super crazy, super crazy coincidence that the family members he had on there all had my family's first name. But, it, I mean, it's, it wasn't my account. It's mine now. Yeah. It still happened. It'd be kind of wild to, like, look that people's people up and see if, what if he looked like you, too, you know? That would be, you, know, you know what's even weirder is I still have, like... Obviously, I got tired of blocking people after a while because he had a lot of friends on there. Yeah. So I still have a lot of the people on there that will still view my Snap stories and stuff. People that, you know, a ton of people that I don't know. I maybe blocked his family because that's kind of weird. Yeah. Maybe they think they're you. I don't they're think so because I'll, like, I'll send, you know, occasionally, like, I'll have a, pic, a, a Snap story with my face. Mostly it's just my cats. Yeah. Like, I send a lot of cat snaps. Yeah, you do. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's just weird that they still view it and they don't say anything and they haven't removed it. That is completely off topic from ghosting. No. I guess from their perspective, this dude ghosted everyone in his family and all their friends. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's all for today. On a, An hour and ten minutes. An hour. I think we killed it, honestly. Yeah. For yeah. our first... Thanks for tuning in. To our unnamed podcast. To our unnamed... Andrew! Yeah, and just like having conversations... Maybe we'll talk about doppelgangers next week. Maybe we'll talk about... I'm not going to say next week. I'm going to say, like... You're, you're leaving next, for seven months, pretty much. Well, we're going to still try and keep this podcast up, because yeah. this was wild. This was a real treat. It was. You know what wasn't a treat? Was that there's a woman from Tim Hortons that gave us all chocolate donuts and, like, no honey dip. I hate chocolate donuts. Well, there's still some from... Spr- some ones with sprinkles on there. Yeah. Birthday. Okay. Okay. Well, follow... 
us on Instagram. I'm anov98, and I don't know what. Oh, it's, I'm uh oh spaghettios. Uh oh, sweet yes. Yeah. And yeah, we'll stay in touch. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye.